0: On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out where Secret Invasion lands in our Marvel show rankings, how Secret Invasion lands with its season finale, and if the taste buds are cuckoo for cartoons with reviews of New Invincible, Superman, and Harley Quinn. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every single live action TV show based on a comic book. I am your host for the evening, Mike Gravano, because Cassie and Caitlin got trapped at San Diego Comic-Con. They're not letting them out, and the San Diego Comic-Con police are strict, and they live by Punisher rules. And I'm not going to fuck with that.
1: Oh, no, we had the bail money. Oh, did you want to introduce me first, by the way?
0: And here's my pal, Ryan.
1: We had the bail money, but then they were like, oh, take that bail money to this donkey show about 40 miles south of San Diego, and then we spent it all throwing dollar bills at the donkey because that donkey was
0: hot. He was eating so many carrots so sexily. Also, they said donkey show. We couldn't find it. Just found a farm with a donkey.
1: And we created our own show.
0: I love donkeys. DIY. DIY. True story. Donkey is you. Donkey is you. We is all donkey. We all like parfaits. Uh, true for the story. third time, true story. On my bachelor party, one of my favorite moments is uh, we stayed in a farmhouse. You were there. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up, grab some sugar cubes, and just walk down and feed a donkey sugar cubes alone, thinking about what a great weekend it was.
1: Now, you didn't feed the stripper that was getting fucked by the donkey. Was that weird?
0: She said she was on a sugar, uh, like a sugar cleanse, sugar free diet. The sugar free diet. Yeah. So I just gave her aspartame.
1: Do you legit think that the donkey show is a real thing?
0: I really hope not.
1: We didn't have a stripper getting fucked by a donkey. Let me just make that clear at Mike's Bachelor Party.
0: It's horrifying. I mean, we looked and everybody said no and spit on us, which yeah. is weird. Through the but, internet. Uh, It is terrifying. Nothing's worse than a digital spit, Ryan. <laughs> That's where you should start rapping. I'm digital spit, Ryan. Everybody gonna be crying.
1: God, I always miss every opportunity to rap. Um, yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> That's what I know about you.
1: What, what, what actually happened on my bachelor party is that we had a very G-rated time on a farm with a donkey, and no strippers were harmed or penetrated.
0: And I would legit start my mornings by feeding it sugar cubes. And wrapping and that wrap that, that you just head. did. Yeah. I've been spitting this digital spit, Ryan, for years. Is that a problem that I just took your real name as my rap name? No,
1: I think that's fine. Um, you did text me ahead of time and say, is that cool? Um, and if my wife can be one of your hoes, I cannot actually say that's cool. She, yeah. Her body, her choice. But the rest of it's fine. I don't care.
0: And my EP tracks are, here's Ryan's real phone number. Here's Ryan's real social security. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, yeah.
1: Because honestly, most people, they're drunk when they're listening, and they're dialing my social security number into their phone, and they're not getting a hold of me.
0: But you can find that EP... On my band Bandcamp at Digital Spit Ryan.
1: I ask you this like once a month or so, but do you remember that guy who put his social security number on the sides of trucks because he knew how locked in his security was on his computer, and then he just got gangbanged by uh, identity theft?
0: <laughs> no, I know you. This feel it rings the smallest of bells, the Who's- tiniest tinkly bell.
1: Who's more important to us in our lives, that guy or the guy who said, who was a producer of Jeopardy, who said, "We can't find a host, I'll okay.
0: do it"? That guy we talk about weekly, <laughs> legit listeners. I don't know if you know this. Ryan and I talk nearly daily, and we don't record most of it. Popular, wait, contrary to popular belief, or popular to contrarian believers, and we most of our conversations <laughs> are about our hero, the producer of Jeopardy. <laughs> the guy. He said, fuck it. I'll be the host.
1: I literally have a phone and computer in front of me. I'm not going to look up his name. Don't care. It's just the guy who produced Jeopardy who was it's, like, you know what? It's going to be May.
0: It's Fortunately, his first name is Mike because mm-hmm. there's only trash Mikes out in the world.
1: Is his last name Ryan?
0: His last name is Ryan. It's, That's it's the, crazy. It's our hero, Mike Ryan, <laughs> who did everything we wanted to do. Ryan. Yes. We're going to talk about more heroes tonight of ours there is a chock full show we have uh invincible presents the adam eve hour harley quinn is back for season four my adventures with superman continues and we're going to rank all nine marvel disney plus tv shows and
1: it's just the boys here Cass and Caitlin are in a Tijuana jail, so they cannot affect these new rankings.
0: These are the rankings that are locked in and loaded with nuclear codes. But before we do all of that, my friend, we're talking about Secret Invasion. In the series finale of Secret Invasion... Everything comes to a head as graphic beats up a radiated fury and gains all the powers of the harvest only to discover fury is Gaia. And then they both have literally every superpower we've ever seen in the MCU and the real fury. He's taken out a bunch of secret service guards with the help of Sonya and they kill fake Rody to save the president who then learns about scrolls, but then says he's going to kill every green slimy bastard he sees, which sets off the scroll kill crews. And then fearing his wife make up and leave the planet Tasty Ryan, I ask you this. What's thread left hanging in the season finale? Would you like to see a second season about
1: Oh, I mean, obviously first of all, I would like no second season.
0: Yes, that is the hope.
1: the dream. I would like uh the entire MCU and I Mike I, I have not said this like everyone else has been saying this. I have not said this. I'm now saying it. I would like the entire MCU to get on that uh, spaceship with Nick Fury and his wife, and just go away for like five years or so. Yes. This was, this wore me out. This was
0: trash. It, it was bad. I was going to say from start to finish, not true. From four through six, no, three through six. The first two were fine. I, uh,
1: when you say fine, like I disagree with you and therefore change your opinion. Now you think that. I forgot
0: about legally. Right.
1: Um, Um, I I was so hyped for it that maybe that pushed me through the first episode. But fuck, yes. man! Like, what was this show trying to be? Was it a love story between Nick and Priscilla?
0: I I don't know. Was they it a like that a lot?
1: Was it that classic? Like, uh, remember the movie The Thing? Uh huh. We're like, we don't know who's who, so we're just gonna have guns at everyone's head. It could have been. But they that. didn't do that enough. It was not. It was definitely not that.
0: Was it a buddy rom com between Talos and Fury? It's... Uh, they did that too much.
1: And always half acidly was it just a opportunity to show a bunch of Marvel character powers without having to pay the actors who previously had those powers?
0: I was let's yeah let's get to the end. Gravik and Gaia Gigi have gone through the, the also, Super I, let me Wars. just say real
1: quick that uh at no point did I think that coughing fury was Nick Fury. No. I knew it was Gaia the entire instantly. time
0: instantly well, this is a scroll. Um, because Fury would have taken the pills. Uh, so they both get, I thought at least we maybe would, we'd get like a fly thing. Cause both, if you're in a DNA changing machine, don't have another living being in there with you. Cause you don't know what's going to happen, but no, it just means they both got literally every single Marvel superpower we've ever seen. Uh, the funniest of which was at some point Gaia had a Drax arm, but it was still the size of Emily'
1: her arm, Amelia' her Clark's arm. arm. It was just yeah, this. Baby Drax. Little,
0: it looked like a baby arm, and she just punched Gravic with it. And like, why even switch? Why go from Groot to Drax? Just stay at the strongest. What are you doing?
1: I, and I can't believe that Drax, when he dropped his DNA, his blood into the earth in that battle. Uh, it came with the tattoos and scars that he had. Uh-huh. had. It, should we even? That's I how mean, DNA like, works. Is there any point into getting into this type of conversation here with this, no. this show?
0: It's this show. It, Scroll roadie. Right now, I'm just jumping. Should we? Are we just moving on from their big, stupid fucking cartoon fight? It is. I've never seen anything. And we've watched a lot of dog shit through the years, Ryan. We're like at 490 episodes of the superhero show show. I can't remember the last time we watched something that just felt like a four-year-old playing with two action figures and smashing them together, slamming a them camera. together. That's there's no what that fight scene. Was
1: uh, there's no enjoying the like the 17 or 19 points of uh, movement that these, articulation, articulation that these action figures have. It's no. just literally like slam, 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 slam.
0: It. <sighs> I'm so upset with young me forcing my parents to watch me play with my action figures as a kid as I used to every Saturday evening for Mike. They would Peace, say,
1: Mike, Mike use Mr. the Peace articulation. Leader. Mike, yes. use the articulation better.
0: And then I would whip the sharpest toy I had at their face anytime they said that. <laughs> Wolverine, claws out, bitch.
1: But yeah, it just became a classic, um, all right, CGI, take take me away.
0: And if they both have all the powers and they both can heal, I literally watched this this morning and can't remember how Gaio won.
1: Yeah. She I mean, punched it, it,
0: harder through a chest p- than he punched harder through her punch chest. Punch
1: harder or punch more or punch later. Punch, be the latest to punch, be punch more often. Who knows?
0: It, it remind me of, a uh, in a movie that I generally stand behind before a lot of people, X-Men first class, when the guy whose power is to be unkillable, the one black guy in the X-Men, uh, Dies for no reason. Okay, movie. We just got over that. That's his thing. Where their thing is, I can heal from punches or half my face getting blown off. Nah, but she punched that special part of his sternum.
1: But this could have been cool, despite the CGI. Let me explain. Please. Gaia and Gravik spend six Sitting episodes trying to gather powers for this ultimate fight. And now we know what the stakes are. We know what we're rooting for. They're trying to grab DNA blood or their uh, DNA or blood. They're trying to like figure out oh, he's got frost giant, so I right. need um, heat vision. Heat vision or whatever. And Jack. Get heat He's vision got and Jack House. I was, uh, love you. Um, but that would be stakes. We would yes. know what was happening instead of six hours of fucking
0: nothing, man. And maybe thematically, these two young spies slash freedom fighters don't like the way the elders have handled things. So they are going to argue and fight verbally and physically about those differences. No, that we never did that shit.
1: And Gaia has some interesting points, but there's some flaws in her argument and a little strong coming out too strong, but does have some good points. Now we're interested and th- yes. w- we don't need anything more.
0: No, that'd be great. Uh- But they would just be like, and Talos was so weak. Nobody had, like, a good reason of why they hated Talos. Just because he was the old guard. Gravic in this one yelling at Fake Fury, being like, you made me kill people. But it it was too dumb, and even the argument, like, the show, whole show was too dumb, and then the argument landed flat. It didn't make any sense.
1: And I still, I came into this episode thinking, like, okay, but I can still like this one episode. And then that uh, Gravic Fury argument. Uh uh-huh. Was so edited to shit with so much, uh, like voiceover and like clearly people were talking when they were not talking. Right. This was this entire thing was a mess.
0: Everybody gave up. And then I think I've said this on this show. I like Don Cheadle. I think he's a great actor. I think he can be very funny and very charming and very dramatic. He can do it all. And this feels like a fucking war crime, what they made him the 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 scenery chewing and overacting and the scenery in this is just dimly lit hallways. Uh just to show that he's not your daddy's roadie sucked, yeah. man. I, I felt so bad to watch him.
1: Cause Roadie, as we know him, is like I want to do what's right and some and I'm Tony Stark's best friend. And sometimes I will raise an eyebrow to Tony Stark right. because I think he's going too far, right? And so what that means is that the scroll that took over him is like Scrody. Fuck th- Scrody is like fuck that shit. I'm just going to
0: Act. This scroll watched nothing but Ace Ventura when nature calls back to back to back to back and decided to inject that kind of acting into Roadie.
1: Didn't even and- check in on the subtlety of Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Went no. straight to the
0: sequel. And the end when we see all the people coming out of their pods, because the president didn't nuke them. All the people have been scrolled. Uh, Martin Freeman looks at Rhodey. They None of them know how long they've been here. But he goes, how long have you been here? <laughs> and so, okay, so in Armor Wars, we're going to fucking find out Rhodey. As long as we've known Rhodey as Don Cheadle, it's been a scroll or some shit. And they're going to do a wink, be like, because it's not Terrence Howard.
1: I think that, honestly, if I had to predict, I think that we're going to get... Because everything is becoming closer to comic books in the best ways and the worst ways, right? Uh Like, we have all of this inclusion, and we have, like, all the characters are up in each other's asses. But also, the convolution is happening. Uh, I think that we're very close to Secret Wars, or I'm sorry, uh, Armor Wars, if that's a movie. Uh It just comes up, and there's a little box that says, uh, Secret Invasion Never Happened. And then we just move on.
0: Oh, they're just like, let's not talk about it's it. It's
1: time to start crisising certain storylines.
0: Gotcha. I would, I would rather than memory hole stuff. Inhumans, this shit. Don't even mention that. Let's just move on. Like That's the benefit of these kinds of stories when they're at their best is it's not like, oh, I need to see, I need Batman and because we'll talk about Harley Quinn later, I need Batman to think about everything he's ever done or said to every Robin. Nah, sometimes this story just needs this Robin man. Let's move on.
1: And therefore, you have to delete Batman from your story. Yes, that's what I. I that's what I think. Like Nick Fury was a problem here. If this had been all new characters,
0: oh yeah, then
1: we could have. I uh, I don't know. Explored more. Like I don't know what this show was trying to be. I know what I wanted it to be, and that's not sure. fair, right? Like, I read the comic book, and I know what I expected, and that's not fair. But what the show gave me was none of any of it.
0: No, I don't think the show... Yeah, like, the show did not have a goal. But, yeah, if if everybody was wrestling with the shadow of Nick Fury, and he never showed up...
1: Already, Mike, already sounds more interesting than anything i
0: watched. It... I don't want to talk about this show anymore. (laughs) This show was a super bummer, man. Yeah. and I mean, I... The end. Priscilla and Fury are apologizing to each other, and he's like, "Well, I'm going back to space." And the spaceship
1: like, is like wanting to leave, and then yeah. the
0: alien slams on its horn. It's like, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, but I feel like for whatever reason, the best work I can do is here and now." And he's like, "Okay, cool." But then they still both walked to the. I was like, "Wait, <laughs> was there a scene that, like they walked on the spaceship together?" And I was like, "Whoa." what the fuck yeah and then also
1: gaia is a super scroll now in Uh the world like she just has every power Captain marvel capabilities like so she's the most powerful person on the planet
0: and she's just gonna work for olivia coleman
1: but she could be killed as easily as gravit could be so then she's not the most powerful person on the planet
0: if you punch just slightly to the right on her chest that's that's her kryptonite
1: every time you're in a junkyard there will be one pipe That is deadly. And if you throw people directly on that pipe, Mm -hmm. they will die.
0: My move to get in their head is to shove my hand through that pipe right away.
1: Oh, shit. Now that pipe is used. It will never be used again. Can't hurt Fuck you. Boom. Now you're on it.
0: Now you're on it. Uh, How do we feel about, is this Dermot Mulroney? I think that was good. Dylan McDermott uh, is not him. Dylan McDermott. Dur- I didn't do my voice warm before the show started. I'm sorry. Dylan, Dylan McDermott, Dermot, Dermot, Mor- Dermot Moroni. Moroni. Uh, he's played an asshole in a couple things I've watched this year. He was in Scream 6, and I thought he was a great asshole in that. Was he the killer? I'm not going to reveal anything, Ryan. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm thinking I he is. I'm not going to reveal anything. He, was, he dated this quirky kindergarten teacher.
1: Wait, is it Jess Day?
0: It's Jess Day, who's the real killer. She only kills during the day. Uh Jessica but in, Damn Day. He went from like a non entity to fine to out de <laughs> Like oh, being man. so it My made gr- no fucking it was not an arc. What what's We're, a do do characters ever have uh plummets? Is that about, a, is that a, a literary term? A character plummet?
1: Bridgeless gaps? Sure. We're going to talk about this with another show later about uh, these fucking men who are just like, well, one sort of hard thing happened to me. I hate all people that are different than me. Any it, So his speech to the world uh-huh. to get over the scroll attack was any off-world people should be murdered instantly.
0: I, I will kill Ellie, any alien I see and from th- that, alien A to alien Z. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that cut to a montage of... Scroll kill crew. Yeah, uh, killing scrolls, and then somebody saying, "Oh, I think they're a scroll. I'm going to kill them." And then they're not a scroll, and then the person be like, "Oh fuck!" And then running oh, away,
0: and then scrolls being like, "Well, we'll kill you too." And then be like, "I never expected that." <laughs> it and was the, pre- the silliest montage.
1: And uh, then Fury calls the president back. is like, "You fu- are you fucking dumb? Are you fucking <laughs> dumb as shit? Are you the dumbest boy in Dumbtown?
0: Are you the dumbest boy in Dumbtown?" Um. Ryan, what's your moment of the week?
1: Oh, man. Mike, I forgot about this. Uh, my moment of the week is uh, the 17 minutes where, for sure, Rhodes is a scroll.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the president's like, what? 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 This, this way? This way? This way? And
0: he's got- I wanted su- him to just put the gun to his own head, which yeah. is what I would do. I was like, I can't trust anyone. I'm out.
1: But like, if Olivia Coleman or Samuel L. Jackson put a bullet in his head- at the beginning of the conversation, yeah. and I know we're not supposed to have these types of conversations, but if he had done that immediately, then this would have been over. But yes. they needed all of the other montages to have. This, this show was
0: bad. It was a bad show. Uh, mine, it made me snort with derisive, derisive, how do you say that word?
1: Derisiveness.
0: Derisive laughter, uh, Baby Drack's arm, was, is the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen, man.
1: Amelia Clark is so small and petite. I just I tried. Would have, I would have liked to like a tiny baby Groot leg. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I got something.
0: You, you got fucking something.
1: It's draft time. Let's go to draft time, Mike. Let's play the draft <laughs> time music. Um, I am going to take, and these are uh, DNA powers, not technical powers, right? Sure. Uh, I think I am going to take uh, Steve Rogers Super Soldier Serum with the first pick. That's my arm.
0: Uh, I am going to take uh carol danver's leg
1: i'm going to take gamora's arm that holds the sword for my second arm not the one that doesn't hold the sword
0: <laughs> uh it's just it's it's so badass and rules i'm going to take a groot arm
1: it is pretty badass um all right i am going to take uh quicksilver's right leg <laughs>
0: It did feel like there were some Quicksilver powers, even though he died years before.
1: But also, what happens to my left leg when my right <laughs> leg starts running like Ripped off your body.
0: So you uh, could literally
1: take the power of my left leg by picking up my left leg.
0: Yes. I'm going to take uh, Scarlet is right arm. Which do what? Some, Does
1: chaos magic? Whatever. Just some fun chaos magic. Uh, which what? Does a magic that has no definition and you can do whatever you want?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heard of it.
1: Whatever, uh, and my final thing, which is my uh, right leg, I'm gonna take Rocket Raccoon's powerless <laughs> right leg, and I'm gonna limp forever.
0: Well, now you're gonna you're not gonna lose that leg when you use your Quicksilver hop. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm uh, just gonna run around in circles.
1: Limb? You get one more, but uh, I just want you to imagine me running with Quicksilver and Rocket Raccoon's legs, and just the circles <laughs> I will run.
0: Um, I'm going to take. Ang Lee's Hulk's cock.
1: Uh, unfortunately, Mike, you get Ang Lee's
0: cock. Oh, that man gets down. So yeah. that's fine. Uh, so that is the draft. And that reminds me of something we were talked about a little earlier, Ryan. Oh, Secret Invasion is done. Long live Secret Invasion. Hopefully there's never a second season. Uh, but Ryan, you did say you had a website. Mm-hmm. And it was related to Ang Lee's cock. And what were you saying about that? Oh, I'm going
1: to go to uh, Lee, who Should've been, dot com. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, Mike, you know a little bit about this. You've been building it with me, so, uh, you know. Oh,
0: I'm more of a silent partner. Oh, you are.
1: Okay, so uh, basically, if you wanted any other character from an Angley movie to be in Hulk, this is your mm-hmm. website to do it. So, if you wanted uh, Pi from The Life of Pi to be Hulk... You can go here. Type that in. Get your keyboard. Type in on the website. I want him to be that, and then he will do that. Uh, and Crouching... you'll get
0: to, you'll see a scene.
1: You'll see the one scene, scene where he's
0: punching dogs and tanks.
1: Right. Uh, we Crouching... don't have
0: the we, we only had enough money to buy the rights to that scene. We couldn't buy the whole movie yet.
1: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. We did not have the money to buy any scenes.
0: No. <clears> uh, my favorite so far is uh, I want to see Dimitri Martin from Taking Woodstock as Hulk. And it's just the littlest driest sardonic comedian holding a poster board fighting dogs and tanks.
1: You're so good at always bringing up the best movie from any director. And that is Ang Lee's <laughs> Taking Woodstock. Isn't
0: that a superpower I
1: have? Uh there's one scene in The Hulk where um Bruce Banner as the Hulk has to mm-hmm. confront uh Betty Ross. Betsy Ross, who made the flag? Is
0: no, Betty true? Ross. <laughs>
1: Betsy Ross, and um, Hulk becomes older Will Smith from Gemini Man, and Betsy Ross becomes younger Will Smith from Gemini Man, and that's an Angley movie that you're watching.
0: Uh, there's a scene from the Hulk, and by that, when we say this, that we typed in, where it's, uh, I just wanted to see how long the Hulk could get on a halftime walk. It's Angley's <laughs> incredible Hulk's long halftime walk.
1: No, is he? Can he walk further than Billy Wilder? What's his name?
0: Billy Lynn, but it, but the unfortunately the music from the 1970s Hulk show does start playing on his long walk.
1: Billy Lynn?
0: Billy Lynn. Oh, man, I,
1: I dare you to find somebody who's seen that movie.
0: <laughs> do you have any other Angling movies you want to talk about?
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, and of course, there's always... Uh, did we talk about Taking Woodstock? We did. That's it. Then, Mike, that's my... Uh, who do you want to see in this com.
0: Uh Well, I have somebody who can help you with that. But before, th- there's the scene where Hulk wishes he could quit. Betty spits into his Oh, <laughs> how do we not
1: do Brokeback Mountain?
0: And then it's horrifying. I uh, love how
1: Hulk thinks a little bit of spit is going to handle this situation.
0: <laughs> just, a le- just a little bit of Hulk spit, right? uh You should go to my friend Cyber Sprout and ask him how they can help you make this a reality. uh They are design experts. They are so well-versed in digital strategy and elegant design mike will they help us out with that
1: scene where hulk grabs dimitri martin and says i'm gonna spit in my hand
0: (laughs) yes hulk replaces leave schreiber there uh they're gonna work hand in hand and spit covered hand with you uh they have tools and training they make managing and tweaking your website a breeze uh easy to edit fields custom templates, drag and drop tools uh, they got. They love handling maintenance they are perverts for handling the maintenance the speed optimization for you uh, the hosting backups, they're freaks for it they'll even migrate your website for free that is my friends at cybersprout.net they are your partner for the digital world we're going to take the quickest of breaks and when we come back Ryan we are going to rank every single MCU Disney Plus show that's ever been made <laughs> It is time for a patented superhero show show bullpen. And that's when we play little games and talk about the wider world of everything that's going on. As I hinted at before the break and by hinted at said tonight's bullpen, we're ranking Disney plus Marvel shows. Oh, fuck Mike. Hmm. I had
1: the facts from the board that gave our last ranking and I just, uh, accidentally slipped on a banana peel and then doused it in iced tea and flammable liquid and lit it on fire.
0: And the board does not back things up digitally. They are quills of paper kinds of people.
1: Can we just restart and do it again?
0: I guess we got to restart and do it again. And I do have to dictate that this is not special presentations. This is just TV series, correct?
1: Yes. Uh, No Werewolf by Night, no Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Because those would win. So, we're going to talk about TV series more than one entry. And, just in case you're like, well, I want to Google the things. This is not fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is not the Defenders of Earth. This is Disney Cloak Plus and originals. Dagger? Not Cloak and Dagger. Not Runaways.
1: Inhumans? Oh, what about Hellstrom? What about- Hellstrom? Oh, well,
0: Hellstrom's included. We are adventuring into Veer.
1: Hey, and uh, listeners... Anytime we're doing any list, Hellstrom is included.
0: Hellstrom's That's how important included. he is to us. We celebrate everything old Danny Hellstrom brings to the table.
1: And right away, Mike, I know that you want to build suspense to start at the bottom, but I'm going to start at the top, and I'm just going to put Legends of Tomorrow right as number one.
0: Legends of Tomorrow does win for Best Disney Plus Marvel TV Show. They do do everything we like about Marvel co- doodoo. Everything we like about Marvel Comics and, and Marvel TV Do-do. show. Is Marvel doodoo a
1: better name for this podcast?
0: We are the Marvel doo-doo. <laughs> we do well, the Marvel doo-doo. Ryan, let's start from the bottom, and now we're here. What do you it, got?
1: I, uh, I would love to put Drake here as the single worst thing that the world has presented to us, but, Mike, are you going to hate me? Or are you going to call me out if I say secret invasion is number nine?
0: No, I don't know if it's recency bias or just uh, we are older and wiser and can see secret invasion was dog shit.
1: It sucked, man. I can come up with better reasons why the things above it will be better.
0: Yeah, I think every show that we're about to talk about, I would not loathe watching again. (laughs) And I cannot say that for Secret Invasion. So we agree there. Now, Ryan, is when we start fighting. What's your number eight show?
1: My number eight show is some uh, a show that does not involve your go-to marvel character but people around them it's the mm. falcon and the winter soldier
0: now do you want to know my number 8 show or do you want to say your reasons for why that's yours
1: i want to know your number 8 show bitch moon knight oh i mike i will absolutely i struggled here and i will absolutely put moon knight second to last
0: it I kept trying to think about it. I was like, did I I mean we love Oscar Isaac. There's cool what what did we have? Oh, any of the execution. So was not actually great. Oscar
1: and this this also could be like um I don't know, preliminary feelings. We were so excited. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac and Ethan Hawk oh, in shoot. a show together. Uh Moon Knight, yeah.
0: So Moon Knight is our number eight. Ryan, now I think I know what your number seven will be.
1: It's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. What if I told you it was a little cartoon show called What If, Ryan?
1: Now, I definitely think that this should be Falcon and Winter Soldier because Moon Knight did not have the best batting average, but its highs were so much higher. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier came after another show that we'll mention later. Sure. Um, Well, Falcon
0: and the Winter Soldier, I think the biggest, and we'll talk about these shows later, it was third right? I think it was third of three shows and two were like, oh shit, look what they can do. And Falcon 1's Children went, oh. Okay.
1: You are obviously worse than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, absolutely Uh, not. I can't put this higher than What If.
0: So, okay. I disagree heartily, but I also remember you were the strongest proponent of What If on the show, and I think I was the biggest detractor. But... Uh, Much to my chagrin, because I love Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, and I think it did a lot of fun things, but fine. You're
1: going to watch uh, Twisted Metal?
0: I am, because I love Anthony Mackie so much. And Ryan, he's trying to take a package across country in a post-apocalyptic world. Can you imagine a more Mike Gravano fucking TV pitch?
1: No. I, I mean, yes. Absolutely, I can, but I'm not a TV executive. So I think that right now we're going with what if. Uh, not in the top five, but... I still think the batting average was better than you think it is, but...
0: So, so, I'm trying... So, Secret Invasion number nine, Moon Knight number eight, and you're saying number seven is Falcon or is it what if?
1: Number seven is Falcon. Number six out of the top five is what if.
0: Is, is Number six is what if. Okay. Do you want to know what my... Number six was?
1: No, because we're going to br- talk about it right now. Oh, wait. Yes. And th- now we're here now at now. So, yes, I do.
0: We're going to talk about it right now. And I guess it'll become number five. Number five originally was Facknell Winter Soldier for me. Uh, is Ms. Marvel. Uh, she is amazing. She is so good and utterly watchable. And anything that had to do with her and her parents was f- phenomenal. Unfortunately, That was about a fifth of the show. And there was so much trash bullshit the world could end. Garbage.
1: Now, I'm going to bring up my number five. And I'm going to watch your face. And then we're going to adjust. It's Hawkeye. Which I just thought had more boring MCU. We're going to fucking piddle paddle water. It doesn't matter. Let's just get episodes out than Ms. Marvel did.
0: I think Hawkeye... It had more MCU, but when I say that, I mean the first few phases. Was it formulaic? Sure, but its lows were not low. And Miss Marvel's lows, the villain's like, here's what I've always wanted. And that had to know where they're like, I don't want that anymore.
1: Well, let me ask you this Do we move on and pick something else to be number five? Because we think that both of these shows should be in the top four. Okay. Should we, I mean, should we dance around this a little bit? Are we
0: compromising? Yeah. Sure.
1: Because I would love to know what... So I have Hawkeye as five. You Uh have Ms. Marvel. Uh But what if we have the same number four? Should that be number five? Should we say...
0: I'm going to say three, two, one. We'll say it. Okay. Three, two, one. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, We love Tatiana Maslany here. Anytime, the closer, we love, oh, what's the fucking actor's name? He was Prometheus. It's so crazy that I met him as Prometheus on Arrow because he is only hilarious in everything else I've seen him.
1: But, man, you, like, what I said about what if, you want to talk about the highest highs and the lowest lows. Yeah. When She-Hulk was great. It was the greatest. And when it was the uh, not good, it was bad, man. But
0: every time it was closer to a sitcom, it was great. And every time it was anything Marvel, it was just, it sucked. <laughs>
1: All right, so now I know what our next two are. We just have to figure out the order.
0: I, if if I can, Hawkeye was my original number three. Uh, okay. I think it die-hearted perfectly like, of a Christmas story. Uh, the dynamic between Kate and Clint was so great. We had Elena show up every once in a while. Echo I thought was dope. It It, like, it was a tight succinct story that knew from the beginning where it wanted to go.
1: So my list is Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, and your list is Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, right? Yes. Or something like that. So Uh, now we're
0: just fighting for Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel. Right.
1: So we're scraping here. And my thing is that Hawkeye, the show, said goodbye to Hawkeye, the character, who was never really great. Mm -hmm. And I will always take Ms. Marvel, which introduced us, to Amon Valani's character, which will always be great, even if the show...
0: She can soar. I'll, I'll give you that, because the I love Hawkeye, the comic character. The... In the... I was just not underrated, not overrated. Perfectly rated Age of Ultron. The best Hawkeye moment of the MCU before the show Hawkeye is him going, I'm a guy with an arrow. Yeah. I
1: don't know what I'm doing here. I just, like... I mean... Have you have you watched the show Arrow? That's like me, but now there's Ultron over there. That's crazy, right?
0: <laughs> it's crazy. I miss Stephen Amell. Uh, fine.
1: All right, so... Should,
0: are we being... We're, I know we're speaking in Mike and Ryan right now, or should we be laying stuff out a little more clearly?
1: Uh, right now, your number nine show is Secret Invasion. Is yes. that what you mean? Yes. Your number eight show is Moon Knight. Your number yes. seven show is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So far, right there, do you think that we are going against the grain of popular culture?
0: No. I don't know how pop culture feels about Secret Invasion, but I'm guessing similar to we do, because it was a terrible show. I think
1: that popular culture likes Moon Knight a lot more than we do. That's true. Uh, number six is What If? Number five is She-Hulk. Uh huh. Number four is Hawkeye. Number three is Ms. Marvel.
0: That seems crazy eye to me, but okay.
1: Really, like, instead of being number three, Ms. Marvel should be number four, and that seems
0: crazy to you. Like, you're my Ms. Marvel was way lower. Ryan, Sorry. we're making a show here.
1: Sorry that I love women. Um, we have two shows left, Mike, and I. I'm not even sure that popular culture would decide that these are the top
0: two shows. Really? Because that's I looked at this. I was like, clearly, this is boring, right? Because everybody knows these are the top two shows.
1: For me, number one and number two, and number three, my number three being Ms. Marvel, were so, so clear. Like, number two could not be number one, and number three could not be number two.
0: Okay. I agree with one and two, and for different reasons, can I, do you, I'm going to describe my number two, and then you get to guess which one it is.
1: Brown, milky, full of corn.
0: <laughs> mm mm This man needs fiber. It was so good- and perfectly acted, and from start to finish, like it, it set its bar and matched it, and, and gave us like new duos and dynamics, but didn't necessarily try to shake things up or introduce new vibes into the MCU.
1: This is your number two. Yes, you clearly clearly describing Loki. Yes. Okay.
0: Is that because, your number two?
1: Yes, that's my number two, and I okay, I think so. it's because watching. I don't know. What's the last Marvel movie I watched?
0: (sighs) Quantumania?
1: Quantumania or Wakanda Forever. uh, There's no decision. There's no creative decisions being made. Right. And with WandaVision, I'm like, this is, this is a a thing all to its own. And sure, it's all it's doing is harkening back to the nostalgia of my generation. But that is you and me, baby. (laughs) And two generations before me. I mean, we're doing like, I love Lucy here or Dick uh-huh. Van Dyke show.
0: But uh, Ryan, if you were like me and I know not you, cause you were rich and head cable. I love Lucy. I thought was a just sort of older show. I didn't know it was decades before my time. Cause it was on all the time at home.
1: Um, I hope that our 19 of WandaVision and Loki is the top two shows. And this weekend as of recording their 19 of Barbie and Oppenheimer are like, Hey man, let directors make choices. Let yes. showrunners make choices. Can we do that, huh?
0: What if it felt... Do you know what makes comics beautiful? It's not that it's all in the same world. It's that the Punisher can hang out with Spider-Man, and they are so fucking different.
1: Man, if you had told My, me... Hmm? If you had told me a couple years ago that Oscar Isaac would be Moon Knight and that show would end up in eighth place, I would be shocked.
0: And I wonder, it, it is like expectations, reality has to do with it, but. That show was a mess. It was a mess, and part of expectations were because of how fucking good WandaVision and then Loki were. You set they set the bar so high, and then these fuckers just keep delivering worse and worse dreck to us, and saying, eat it up, eat it up, piggies. <laughs> Ryan, one more time, bottom up. What is the official, unarguable, I don't care that I wasn't on that show, guys. This is the official superhero show show ranking of the Disney Plus shows.
1: Bottom up, and I don't like the reverse recency bias that's going on, because that means that we have issues in the MCU. But number nine is Secret Evasion. Number eight is Moon Knight. Number seven is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number six is What If. Number five is She-Hulk. Number four is Hawkeye. Number 3 is Ms. Marvel. Number 2 is Loki and number 1 is WandaVision.
0: I see I think it's a nearly perfect list. Even though it's uh, different from what I said.
1: I'll say this, I don't know about I think it's Echo is the next uh-huh. one. That'll probably be
0: 10. No. That's what I'm I saying.
1: No, that's just where And it
0: just keep going from there cuz they're not yeah. going to try anymore.
1: Nope.
0: <sighs> well, what a weird time it is to be a nerd. We're going to take the quickest of breaks, and when we come back, every other show we watch this week. It is time for the poll list where we talk about every other show that came out this week, starting with My Mike Gravano's Adventures with Superman. This week on Adventures with Superman, Clark, Lois, and Jimmy cover a glitzy gala hosted by tech billionaire Dr. Ivo. But while Clark and Lois wonder if this counts as a date, I've only just his newest invention, a creation that can bring down Superman, a.k.a. a parasite suit. Tasty Ryan, I ask you this. How does this silly cartoon do it lampooning the self-seriousness and selfishness of Silicon Valley tech bros? Uh,
1: amazing sentence, Mike. Thank you for that. Um, I watched the uh, re premiere the re-mir of Futurama this week, and it tried so hard to uh, satirize in a way that failed especially compared to my adventures with superman which does it right dude like again we're talking about how it's not the villains of superman it's the villains of clark kent you know Mm -hmm. in superman and lois who do we talk about all the time it's eric with his fucking is that his name carl dave george
0: uh Kyle,
1: Kyle, air guitar, Kyle with his, I'm going to barbecue while air guitaring. And yeah, it's just, that's the villain. It's not the powers. It's the like Dr. Ivo, if that's what you want to call him, um, Uh is doing a presentation in front of a bunch of what stockholders or muckety mucks, muckety mucks.
0: And it is stockholders. Yeah.
1: Doesn't even have an announcer. He announces himself as he comes to
0: the stage. Mike, that's how you know, (laughs) what else do I need to explain to you? What a zuck, Elon fuck. Uh, Do you know what I really appreciated about this episode is I do feel like in years past, Alex is Ivo's assistant. And Ivo does treat Alex like shit. And so you're like, oh, Alex is going to help Lois and Jimmy at some point defeat Ivo. No, Alex is also a monster because you are enabling the biggest self-absorbed piece of shit. You also suck.
1: Right. And so Alex is the ultimate bad guy? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, no, no. Ivo's still worse, but I just did appreciate that they were like, look at this put-upon assistant who could do good with this money and ideas. No. If you are raising this person on a pedestal, you also are bad. Also- You're a cat turd, too. <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs> have we? How much time on this podcast have we spent talking about cat turd and how I'm not a fan, but you love everything that that guy says?
0: Zero. Uh, look- I don't like Cat Turd 2. I preferred it when it was Cat Turd 1.
1: Sure. You love Cat Turd Classic. I love Cat
0: Turd You love the cat taste. You love the
1: crispness.
0: They use real sugar. Have you had Mexican Cat Turds?
1: Is it a Superman thing, and I'm just now noticing, even though the character has been around for thousands, of years, thousands uh, of years, that just look at the facial hair, and you will be able to tell who is the bad guy in any given situation?
0: I don't know if that's a Superman-specific thing. That might just be a... I know you consider yourself a connoisseur of Hollywood, but I think you're just realizing <laughs> that that might give you some hints.
1: Hey, Mike, um, I will often be standing at parties swirling my brandy, and people mm-hmm. will come up to me and say, what are you a connoisseur of? You don't have to run over and be like, "He's a connoisseur of Hollywood? I can handle that for myself, <laughs> thank you.
0: But now you've just proven maybe you're not.
1: Uh, can I ask you a question? I a,
0: will. Uh, Allow it.
1: Smallville, Superman, and Lois fan. Um, no Luther yet. Uh, Lois is like Clark plus minus Glasses is Superman. That happened at yeah. the end of this episode.
0: So quick in. I really like that because the whole thing is she's a smart dame. Right. And I can use that word because that's Superman's old and that's an old uh name.
1: She's a smart lady with a set of gams that go all the way up.
0: All the way up to here. Uh, and is bootylicious. Yeah, no, I love it that she's just like, wait, I've hung out with both of these guys enough. That's fucking Superman.
1: Have you, after four episodes, missed Luther?
0: No. Superman. He doesn't have uh Batman's rogues gallery, or Spider Man's rogues gallery, or the Flash's rogues gallery. But I don't need Luther. There are. They've showed us uh parasite. They've showed us inner gang. We're cool, man. Do you Live know who Wire. his
1: enemy is?
0: Is it Clark?
1: It's Lois and his love for Lois. Like This show is far more. It's far less of a um, superheroes defeat the bad guys, and it's more of a how-do-you-climb-the-ladder-of-journalism show.
0: Yes. Perry White is his
1: villain more than Luther is.
0: Do you know what? It's an anime-inspired cartoon based on Superman. Do you know what it's been reminding me of in a weird way? is Ally McBeal. (laughs) So all of that makes sense to me.
1: Do you know, can I, uh, uh, headphones off, listeners, can Mike and I just have a minute?
0: Can we just have a fucking minute, listeners?
1: (laughs) My two and a half, almost three-year-old daughter, who has a room full of Spider-Man, and uh, painted on her walls as Spider-Man. I think I've told Uh this story when we watched the first two, but it's getting worse. She just wants Superman. Uh, And I'm not uh, even sad. Isn't
0: that every parent's nightmare?
1: Because, like, this is the original superhero, right? Like, let's start her from the beginning. Yeah. Let's start her from the basics.
0: But she should know the history. Wouldn't even if she, she...
1: And she's, like, always like, who's that? Who's that? I'm like, Lois Lane. She's a reporter. And she's like, why isn't she Superman?
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm like, you, if she you, is.
0: If you want to start her from the beginning, should you tell her the tales of Heracles and Odysseus first?
1: Well, no. Uh, start from the beginning. I bought her a uh, 9.9 CGC rated... Copy of Action Comics number thirty nine, and she's reading You're that. Such a good dad. Yeah, it was.
0: It, I don't love that her grubby little three year old hands. No, I all cracked it that.
1: out of the slab immediately. I'm gonna barf, I'm gonna barf. <laughs> and I let her read that because comics are meant to be read.
0: That is more money than my house and my car put together <laughs> for your toddler.
1: I gotta say though, man, your house and your car put together, you could just buy a Winnebago.
0: I, why don't I just buy a Winnebago?
1: And get that slabbed. Send it to and the get CGC. Get It's a 9.8 Winnebago.
0: Ryan, what's your moment of the week?
1: Uh, my moment of the week is um, Dr. Evo, who became Parasite, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. My, like, Does the average person know that Parasite is like kind of a big Superman villain?
0: I don't know. I love Parasite, and I feel like he doesn't get enough play. So I'm going to steal your Mine is just when I realized this was a Parasite story. I fucking loved it. That was my favorite Estes episode was Parasite
1: and you were almost Parasite during the ads we did one Cybersprout ad for one site yes. but I was hoping that you would do a Parasite but uh, he ah. uh, Clark or the ambulance was walking him out and he was like shriveled and old because of all of his yeah. Parasiting and then he looks up at Clark and says how could you how could you do this it's like bitch do you, any of your decisions have repercussions is this
0: terrifying, people
1: And Clark is all like, God, what have I done? What have I done that made him do all of this villainous shit?
0: (laughs) Clark, you're too good for this world, which means you're a fucking idiot. My adventures with Superman happen every night in my dreams and also on Thursdays on HBO Max. Your next show is
1: Riverdale. Uh, On this week's episode of Riverdale, everyone's getting horny. For the first Ooh. time in this show's history, the teens are hard and wet and ready to get fucked. Veronica decides to show a <laughs> porno at her theater. What? But it is quickly turned off when they realize it stars Betty's sister. <gasps> <Meanwhile>, Polly? <laughs> Polly, yeah. Meanwhile, Archie and Reggie get duped into watching a gay porn and kind of like it and maybe want to fuck each other. Taste buds, I ask you this. What do Archie? What do you think Archie and Reggie do after watching a gay porn together?
0: I don't know. I got hurt thinking about them watching a gay porn together. So my guess is start to touch each other's abs. Maybe wash them shirts on each other's abs. I am
1: asking this question because I want to see if you can predict this episode of Riverdale. And also, what is in our future plans for the next week or two, let's say?
0: Mm.
1: Uh, no, they do. They, they look like they're about to kiss. They honestly talk about, should we just have gay sex instead of waiting for girls to have sex with us? By the way, Mike... Every girl at Riverdale High wants to have sex with them.
0: Also, and I guess that there's been like some time jumps and stuff, but both of them have fucked a lot. Uh-huh. But now, the, are we still in the 50s? Yes. And we're going to be in the 50s so maybe, for
1: the rest of the series.
0: Maybe the 50s, them, haven't fucked a lot?
1: Maybe. Um. They decide... Uh, Archie's like, you know, Reggie, I have an idea... Because of how horny we are. And when he says this, he grabs his penis and like pulls it down, like grabs his boner, which is the most realistic thing I've ever seen on television.
0: (laughs) Because
1: (laughs) TV people don't get boners like real life boys get boners. Anyway, um, they go to a whorehouse and they're sitting in the lobby. And uh, Twyla, the sex worker, comes out and says,
0: Oh, I thought you meant from Shit's Creek.
1: (laughs) Says, Who's first? Is it? Archie, or is it Reggie, or is it both of you? And Archie looks over at Reggie, and Reggie looks over at Archie. And then they all three go into the room, and they bone this hooker. And Mike, I'm, E2 th- Mama? <laughs> I'm thinking, much like E2 Mama, Tampian, of course. Uh, is this so is the gayest thing you can do without being gay? Is just to bang out a girl while staring into each other's eyes?
0: High-fiving what, the entire time? Devil's Three-Way? Yeah, I... It on even though in this year twenty twenty three there's been so many women kissing women on a CW type of show. Is this the f- the, the as gays as we're allowed to have dudes be the
1: male gayest that we have been? Maybe I don't know.
0: Because I know Jack was gay in Dawson's Creek because CW was WB back in the day, but I don't know if he was ever allowed to kiss other dudes.
1: Right. That's the thing is that like you could say you're gay and then like. But, like, he dresses so normal, and that's the drama of the episode, right? It's just right. that, like, <gasps> it could be anybody. Ryan,
0: the secret they don't want you to know, you can just say you're gay. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop you.
1: Um, But, yeah, like, this was Archie and Reggie going into a room with a woman that they didn't want to be there. And it was so right. clear. And I think that's the case with most three ways. Probably. Um, Ryan? Yes.
0: Moment of our three-way?
1: Uh, a moment of our three away, Mike, is when we actually asked the woman to leave the room. But uh, a couple of other things, real quick. I, uh, Veronica and Jughead made out at the end of this episode. That is the most forced what? part. Uh
0: That's crazy. Reggie
1: and Archie is so- making out is so much more natural than Jughead and Veronica. Yes. Uh, also, last week, Mike, you thought that I would not watch the episode. I did watch the episode. So my moment of the week is Ethel actually did win the beauty pageant.
0: What? Oh, yeah, because you didn't watch it for the show. We had to record it early. So, so, yeah. That's what it was. Ryan, what's your actual moment of the week?
1: Oh, it's Ethel winning the beauty pageant. Oh, from last week. Right.
0: Oh, is your moment of this week? Interesting. Riverdale's Wednesdays on the CW. Your next show is Invincible. Colin presents Adam Eve. Pro- backstory.
1: Probably because of Comic Con. Amazon released an Invincible tweener, an episode between the first season and second season, which premieres in November. This hour details the origin story of Invincible's best character, Adam Eve, from too baby to jaded teenage hero. Taste buds, I ask you this. Does, it, does Invincible take you a second to get back into? And if so, were you able to jump back into this one?
0: No, I kept expecting it to, because I was like, oh, you're going to be, like, gratuitous and, like, overly violent and lame, and it was overly violent when the Guardians of the Globe were fighting the Lizard League. Man, I love her life sometimes. Uh, but then it was just like everything, my, my fake issues with Invincible, I realized, were my issues with like the first season of The Boys and Preacher. Invincible, I forget how much it fucking ruled, man. No, I, this was a delightful hour of my week.
1: I, I mean, like, I think that somebody, some frog-voiced croaker said this. In the beginning of the episode when they did like the top three of the things that we were gonna talk about. But like uh I think we should just become a show that talks about cartoons. Like Should we stop
0: doing live action shows?
1: The live action shit is boring, but the anime like this was I can I can tell when they tried to save money, right? Like I could tell why where they tried to cut corners, but the whole thing is that like Robert Kirkman co wrote this episode with um uh, I'm so sorry, uh
0: Was it with Hotley? Hel- Helen Lee no. Okay.
1: Who uh, co-wrote a bunch of Outcast episodes? That was his exorcism I, show. I liked Outcast. Sure, um, I'm the one. But this was the Ice cold, the most basic superhero tropes. Yes, done with a little bit of originality, a little bit of like that whole what we miss. That Peter Parker here's the actual character, right? And like, uh, I mean, what's going to stick out with me is not the fight on the freeway. What's going to stick out mm. with me is the I have never had a friend before, and I, and now I have a friend, and now I'm going to show her how I can make this ball, and she's uh, going to get scared, and like don't that, read
0: my fucking mind, and man. that hurts,
1: and now we're not friends anymore.
0: When Eve showed her neighbor friend her powers and she left, I hurt. Yeah, I didn't know it was like you I would, just uh, watched Secret Invasion, so I didn't know a show could make <laughs> me feel anything but disgust anymore.
1: It was like you with your uh, devil sticks and showing a yes. friend that like you could do this with three sticks <laughs> at just, the same time.
0: Look at me, and they would just run away. Could not appreciate my talent. But like,
1: tell me, tell me how this revolutionized comic book TV. Like, that's not the goal of it.
0: No, it's sometimes it's not like change everything. It's here's the bar. I'm gonna hit that bar perfectly. Also, I don't understand the rules of gymnastics. Uh-huh. But like. It's not. It's not changing anything, but it's doing it so well.
1: All right. So I uh, I agree with you totally, but I will bring up one thing. Uh, there's a baby replacement in the hospital, uh-huh. and Adam Eve's new father is just a piece of shit Dude. out of nowhere. Why is that? This Mike?
0: prick. Th- did the plot he, need that? Dad suck. I don't think it's. It has nothing to do with the baby replacement. He just sucks. He, there's so many moments. Um,
1: there's a point where he's like, "What is she good at math, fucking bitch?"
0: Yeah, he he's so mad that she's good at science and not at other things. Instead of being proud that she's good at science, dads are just awful. Uh, he says she's going to like a gifted school, and he's like, "Well, they're freaks. Look at you! Isn't that why you belong there?" He says so many things like that, and her piece of shit mom is just like, "Well, you know your father." Yeah,
1: come on. He he's liable to say awful things he- that will hurt you to your core.
0: They do this shitty sitcom thing where they forget her birthday. This is towards the end of the episode. So we've already seen 18 horrible things from her dad. Uh, and so she's like, well, I'm out all day superheroing, because fuck them. They forgot my birthday. And then she gets home and they're like, you're late for your own birthday. And then she's like, did you eat my cake, <laughs> motherfucker? And he's like, you dare question me? This piece of shit. Cake?
1: It's like, not only do I underappreciate my incredibly brilliant daughter, but I'll fucking eat her cake. If she's not home at 8 p.m., then I get to eat her entire cake.
0: I am so mad that you were late to plans that we didn't (laughs) tell you. Ryan, when I tell you that I felt seen as a child in that moment, it it uncovered memories I didn't know I had, (laughs) and it fucked me up a little.
1: Your one giant step, that giant step being the ability to uh, manipulate atoms. And uh-huh. things away from Adam Eve, like that's basically yes. your life.
0: I thought you meant my one giant step. Parentheses, dad, who was a fucking prick when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, I think everybody got that. Um,
0: I don't know, man. Like I,
1: uh, I thought that the animation right away and the voice acting was awkward Great. and stagey, and then oh. within like the first two minutes, I was like, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm. No, this, this is awesome. This fucking rules.
0: What I love is the the way this show attacks tropes without individuals, the Lizard League, there's so many versions of this in comics, but Tatiana Maslany plays the Lizard Queen. Of course she does. And love her. And her little boy, it's just... Talia Al Ghul and Damien before he meets Batman talking about how to fight and take over and be villains. And it was it was but nothing there was no like wink see what we're doing. They just did it. Right. So
1: I guess maybe if this is your first episode of Invincible, just uh bear with it because they come in busting in like they are hardcore 80s supervillains. Yes. And then Cobra
0: not Cobra Kai, G.I. Joe. Right. Just Cobra. Villains. Just Cobra.
1: Mike, moment of the week.
0: Uh I got two, Ryan, is uh, preteen Eve is going against a bad guy and he says, my name's Kill Cannon, not get beat up by little girl's cannon. That chuckled me. And then one of the best music cues we've heard in the entire 490 episodes, uh, when she learns that she's flying and she's like, no, I'm going to be superhero, uh, Decepticon by Latigra comes on and man, what a beautiful moment of this music and this scene. It wove. Oh, it was so good.
1: Those were great. What a great needle drop. Uh mine is going to be when her closest brother reveals the experiments have definitely devolved into reverse evolution and they just keep throwing yes. up grosser bone caveman mud piles.
0: Man have the people of this show seen Akira.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but like very purposely, right? Like not stealing yes. from let's no. Get people on our page by doing akira thing. yes,
0: a big wink and a nod uh invincible is on Amazon Prime. Watch this one as much as you can because we're not back until November. Your next show up is Harley Quinn
1: on the first two episodes, three episodes were released. we're gonna do two this week of Harley we're not
0: crazy of Harley watched-
1: Quinn um. Harley is part of the Bat family and trying to figure out that uh, you should not kill if you're part of the Bat family, while Harley is trying to become the CEO of the Legion of Doom and dealing with all the fucking toxic masculinity that is in that room. Mike, which plot line of those two is driving you more towards episode three?
0: You, I was a, not naysayer, but I was kind of down on Ivy last season. Mm-hmm. And these two episodes fixed that shit. Her, her trying to them being like we're independent women away from each other. Let's not talk about work. I loved, and but it's Ivy having to deal with the horse shit. Not only why this show is so smart, and I swear I'll finish this sentence one day without interrupting myself. Is she I'm not going to interrupt you.
1: Shit. I refuse to interrupt you.
0: Thank you. Is her, the horse shit she has to deal with? being in charge of dudes and then the horse she has to deal with of other Cheryl Sandberg style lean in boss bitches they're both gross and dumb I've not seen a show handle that
1: do uh, you know what else came back this week Mike is Minx and
0: I love Minx I, I love
1: the comparison between Harley Quinn and Minx of uh, this is just how things work and in order to get my ultimate goal I have to pretend like, oh, no, you're doing fine. Hey, uh, sweaty, hairy, disgusting person who pinched my ass. I guess I have to deal with that in order to get my actual goal across. Right. And that's, I like, I've always thought that Ivy was the worst part. Not the worst part, but, like, yes. the lesser part of Harley Quinn. And now it kind of gets the better part.
0: It. At this point, we know Harley's going to Harley. It's delightful. It's fun. But it's not surprising. And the Ivy stuff was like, oh, shit, show. Yeah. I didn't know you had that.
1: And there was, uh, th- there's been a lot of things that came out over the last week about how uh, Claire Bear, do you know who that is? No. Okay, so Claire Bear is what people call, in the world of the bear, the bear's girlfriend on the show The Bear. You with me? Okay. Uh, and Claire Bear uh, sort of introduced a new Manic Pixie Dream Girl to the world. And people are against okay. that. Like they're not cool with the fact that the bear from the bear has uh-huh. a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. A lot of times when Ivy and Harley are together, it's a little like, all right, like we get it. You're adorable. You're 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 moving things. Right. Like, yeah. But when they're apart, I don't know. And that like they're keeping their separate jobs apart. Like you're part of the Bat Family, I'm part of the Legion of Doom. This is how we should do things.
0: It reminded me so much of one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Ryan. Is uh, Wiley e. Coyote and the Shaggy Dog who you can't uh-huh. see his eyes? Yeah, check in, check and out, clock in, clock the, out. The check in, check out, and then they're like, "Hey, how was your day?" Like, like, "Let's, we're friends outside jobs, all right." And but you cannot I handcuff Harley,
1: or uh, yeah, you cannot handcuff Ivy to get information out of her. Like that is no, crossing that, lines,
0: and that was a hilarious scene. And then the Harley dealing with the Bat Family. One I love, because in my world, only you and I have talked about how great Dick Grayson's ass is. Mm-hmm. I know the greater community has talked about it, but I have not. Uh, and I really love that. That was a plot point.
1: couple of wife stories. Can we do wife stories?
0: Let's wife swap.
1: Wife swap. <laughs> stories. Um, one, she uh, did point out that uh, at the big Galentine's Day dinner that Talia was at, uh, uh-huh. Livewire was there. Mm-hmm. So my my wife is a big fan of Livewire. Really? Yeah. Uh, because
0: of my adventures with Superman and Supergirl.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So she's just grown up with Livewire, like this big what a Superman. fucking nerd. <laughs> and now I don't remember the other part of the story.
0: No, keep wife swapping.
1: Okay. Uh, the other part is obviously, of course. No, I was lit. I was. Uh, I don't remember it.
0: Oh, I thought you'd get there. You had so much build-up, I thought you would get there. Uh, Harley having to hang out with Alfred and like very Mr. Miyagi, like you can learn to pour a tea, you can learn to be a superhero. Except for that she didn't, and she was like, Oh, all this is horseshit, except that Alfred is a bad guy now because he's about to get fired.
1: I didn't think that this show had any more new characters. And
0: like, that's on me,
1: Mike. Why would I uh-huh. think that this show did not have any new characters? But Alfred, with his pink shirt, mm-hmm. love the pink shirt and the vest, just being like, hey, um, I'm going to talk to you, Harley, and I'm going to do it with a calm British accent while we breathe a lot. And yet, uh, when Harley goes to fight him, he says, I would love a bitch to try, and just says that <laughs> as calmly as possible. Alf- is
0: that is that going to be in our vernacular from now on, unfortunately? <laughs>
1: And I hate how these two episodes ended with Alfred going to Blackgate instead of... Or no, Arkham instead of... Blackgate.
0: Instead of Blackgate.
1: Like, that sucks. And my heart is out for Alfred.
0: And especially because we know that Bruce has a prison Uh, butler. Yes.
1: (laughs) And nothing can make Alfred's eye twitch except for one thing. Bruce having a different butler.
0: I... I love so much that I, I felt like no no DC property was brave enough to be like, fuck Batman until this show existed. And it just keeps doing it. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, with the two conversations about Harley Quinn and Secret Invasion, Mike, I'm thinking about making a switch.
0: Of we're all cartoons all the time now?
1: No, I'm just like, fuck Marvel, You're man. DC boy? I'm a DC boy. Born and raised.
0: Like I've always said. Born and said. raised. You, I've, Spider who? (laughs) Ryan, do you have a moment of the week?
1: Uh, Mike, I can't, I'm sorry, I already blew it, but I can't, when uh, Alfred just looked straight at her and said, I would love to see a bitch try, when (laughs) Harley was at her most quinniness,
0: and he just said that. It was amazing. (laughs) Uh, Mine is, uh, one of the plot lines we haven't talked about much is, Ivy is trying to replace all the male trees with female trees because male trees spray are the allergen. Uh, she needs Joker's help because Joker is the mayor. And she tells him, she wants to tell him all of his plan, the, all of her plan, because that'll actually get the ball rolling. But he stops her because she's like, and then on Wednesday, and he laughs so hard. He's like, ha ha, yes, Wednesday's the most evil day to do anything. And then he thinks that. He's so out of the game that he's thinks, yes, fuck them in the middle of the week. And he thinks that is the evil part of the plan. It's so funny. And so, like, I'm an old guy who still gets it.
1: Also, I didn't ask you this. Uh, around the table that Poison Ivy is trying to rule, that Legion of Doom uh-huh. like, boardroom, did you recognize everybody?
0: Gorilla Grodd.
1: Who's uh, an absolute orb. piece of shit? Believe it or not,
0: <laughs> he wants to trick hot women to dating. <laughs> he him. just wants to. Uh,
1: he wants to. He, he wants to Cosby out.
0: Black Manta, who I think would be on Ivy's side. I I try to. This is the part of my nerd brain who had to stop to be like, well, why would they have a problem with what she's doing? I was like, Mike, fucking chill out. <laughs> uh, but obviously, a great entry into the wider populist canon is uh who's cocaine brain? What's his fucking name? Oh, okay, Mike. So you don't want to
1: go around the table. You want to cut right to the chase. <laughs> you want to cut right to what I'm talking about, which is Snowflame, which is Snowflame. uh he dresses like Sunfire from the X-Men. Uh just red on white. And I thought that obviously Harley Quinn is such a rated at our show that like they added cocaine to his personality. <laughs> no. Mike turns out that's not true.
0: That's the craziest <laughs> reveal. Uh, he's always loved cocaine. Doing
1: a deep dive on Snowflame, uh they call him Snowflake and he freaks out. Uh but that's how people do when they're on cocaine. Uh his power is completely wielded by <laughs> cocaine in the comic books. Like like Scarface. Like he's basically Scarface. Yeah. He just does lines and say goes Say hello busy. to my little friend. So that's my uh Did you say who is your um role model of the week? Uh mine is no (laughs) flame.
0: Snowflame. Sure, 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 sure. Mine's Gorilla Grodd. Uh I'm always just trying to grift girls into dating me. Harley Quinn is on Thursdays on HBO Max. Too much of a show for us. Honestly, like what an incredible show. Too smart, too funny. I can't believe we watch live action shows. Ryan, we're not gonna take a break. Quick nor fast. We are just gonna go into these goddamn commercials, aren't we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just fucking do it. Somebody's scrolling. We're all scrolling. We're all having fun. Ryan, why don't you tell everybody about another podcast? Hey,
1: hey, buddy, while you're scrolling, why don't you listen to this? There's a movie of the year podcast that you should listen to. Right now, they are finishing up 1980, 1991, 2002. 2002, And once they're done with that, they're going to dive into 1973. And those are the two most important years. Why? Because they are 19 years apart. Wait, hold on. 2002, and 1973.
0: Not 29 1973. years apart. 19 years apart. That's
1: crazy. So make sure that if you're on your podcast app right now, go and subscribe to Movie of the Year. Also, Unnatural 20s, right?
0: Sure. Listen to their four-year-old episodes. <laughs> Burn. You haven't done shit, girls.
1: Uh Mike, uh, you, it, uh, things are really crazy with social media. I I uh, this is a legit question. Where are we at right now?
0: <laughs> that, is the, that is a good question. We are at your pop filter on Instagram. Okay. I could swear on a Gideon's stolen Bible <laughs> that we're there right now. We are also on Blue Ski, but I don't know how to it's I think it's like. Www. Dot com slash blueski slash pop filter. I don't know how to get there, but we're there.
1: I mean, I, I, we've I, skied once. I bet there's a bunch of people clamoring. Can I get an invite to blueski so I can see pop filters threads? Right.
0: But we've only had one. We've skied once. And it was, I guess we're doing this now.
1: Oh, I love that classic early social media thing of like uh, random, awkward. Guess I'm doing this now.
0: Isn't it so fun, though, because it's been a decade since we've gotten to do that?
1: Decade, my friend? It's been 20 years. (laughs) Oh, no, decades. You cobweb-headed piece of shit.
0: I miss my space. (laughs) Also, I think the actual best way to... No, we are on Instagram. The best way to reach us is contact at popfilter.co. We will actually read those at least once a week. Look, I'm not going to promise we're on there every day. Do I forget that we have that email sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, I do.
1: Are we going to do it once a week? No. Are we going to do no. it once a month?
0: Probably not. Maybe. Every quarter? Definitely. Quarterly? I doubt it. Well, okay, yearly? We Absolutely are there not at popfilter.co. Okay, every decade popfilter.co. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think that's it. Uh, Amazon? Oh. Oh, yeah, we didn't do websites. PopFilter.co is where all the shit we make is. PopFilter.co slash Amazon is where you can go. And, Mike, where did you... July is about to end. Where did you
1: get your cape and your blood mouth packets and your fake fangs? Tell everybody.
0: I got those from the Halloween store that refuses to close down the street or at PopFilter.co slash Amazon. There we go. Ryan, next week on... Maybe all four of us will be here. Doubt it. But no matter who is here, we're definitely talking about Heartstopper Returns, and so do the Shushies. Nuff said.